0: There's a noise trend going. Check out YouTube, Spotify playlists, even your iPhone home screen, and you'll find it. We're talking about colored noises like white, brown, and pink noises. They're touted as being able to help increase your focus, productivity, and sleep
1: quality. And now that we've tried them, Briarly and I swear by the productivity effects that brown noise has when we need to tackle a big work project. What are these noises, and can they help you? Let's dive in.
0: Okay, Carolyn, there's this noise trend going on, and I feel like the concept of this podcast episode, although it was one that I proposed, was actually born from you, because you asked me if I had tried brown noise.
1: Yes. For once, I think I am actually on trend. You're an early adopter. adopter? I think
0: you're an early adopter.
1: Rarely happens.
0: And I remember I had said I haven't tried it. I've heard of it. Haven't tried it. Yeah. And holy cow.
1: Holy cow. I've still had trouble at times focusing and concentrating like when I have a big project and I put in my AirPods with some that Spotify's brown noise playlist. And oh my gosh. Like i come up for air an hour and a half two hours later and the project's done it's amazing it is amazing
0: my whole family sleeps with white noise
1: because that's what's usually in sound machines is that right
0: usually yeah it's or, or it's what we th- or it's what we like equate it to right yeah. but like we just tell our alexa like play white noise yeah um everyone's oh by the way she wants to get fancy and she's like you can upgrade and get even better white noise i'm like Alexa, hush it. Just play just play the white quality noise. Quality
1: levels. Apparently,
0: uh. according to Alexa. But then when we decided to do this as an episode, we started looking more into brown and white noise and we realized there's another one called pink noise. Yeah. And brown noise actually has another name. It's either brown or red.
1: Yes. So, and the bottom line and why we are doing this is these colored noises, brown, white, and pink in particular have gotten a lot of press For their potential to focus, to improve focus and mental clarity, to relieve stress, and to calm the mind by blocking out external and internal stimuli. Which you and I can vouch for the fact that brown noise totally does. If you work to it, oh yeah, yeah. After I mention it, oh yeah. I mean, like, it's almost a little crazy, like, like, okay, like I have to build myself up for it. I'm gonna put these in and I'm gonna be like uber productive. Yes. And I just kind of like check out of the world for a little bit, but I get it done and that's
0: what I need. I know, it's amazing. It's like, it's actually to me feels reminiscent of like pre-constantly being available, yeah. right? Or like even pre-being a mom where you you like have to always wear that like hat of like something, somebody might need me, right? Yeah. And it's like, you just put those like that noise on and I much prefer it in headphones versus like just streaming it on the speaker on my phone because then I feel like really like in a cocoon but it's like it's that feeling it is it's like you're in a cocoon it's not being accessible it's like putting your phone in a whole nother room but yet you're on your computer and you're hyper focused it's
1: incredible yeah so we're going to get more into it and explain the different types and what research has associated it, the different colored noises with, but um, to help kind of understand how this noise even has the potential to help us hyper-focus or calm the brain, there was a doctor at NYU who kind of explained it really well. And he said, you've got both internal and external stimuli or cues going on that can distract the brain. And He said, you can be completely overwhelmed in your own brain by thoughts like, did I turn the curling iron off? Mm -hmm. You know, just those things that just Did I send that email? Yes. Mm -hmm. Was that email too strong? You know, just all those kind of things. And he said, noise that is just stimulating enough to activate the brain but not overwhelm it can help drown out some of that internal chatter as well as mask background noises. Which I think that's a great summary. Now that I've experienced it, that's exactly what it does. It it kind of drowns out my internal thoughts or stops those, but it also drowns out the background so I can focus.
0: There's another researcher that actually adds to what you were saying, and he said that it's not just about drowning out the other noises or stimulating the brain in a way that helps you focus. He writes that the effect goes beyond simple auditory masking. So he's done a ton of research on white noise in people with and without ADHD. And we're going to get into ADHD in a minute. But what I found really fascinating by his like theory is that um, particularly in people with ADHD, is that there's this connection between listening to the noise and dopamine, and what uh, higher levels of dopamine can help regulate our focus. And mm-hmm. if you're familiar, I mean, I know you are, Carolyn. So this is not this is not you. This is at our listeners. If you're familiar with this, it, you know people with ADHD typically have lower levels of dopamine, mm-hmm. right? And so you know we're seeking that dopamine like hit. So what he was saying is that his theory is that in people with ADHD, when you add this like background noise, it causes the brain to mimic some of the effects of dopamine. So you get that I like it. masking and you get a little bit of
1: dopamine. And I think that's why it works for me. Exactly. But I will say, I really have to use brown noise. White is great for sleeping for me. Pink is a little too light. I'm not going to be productive or as productive with pink. I need that brown and we'll talk about why brown is kind of the loudest. So yeah. I guess I really need a dopamine hit. Well, no, I'm with you. I have tried pink mm-hmm. and I don't get the
0: same result. White is challenging for me because I already use it to sleep. Mm. Um and I actually asked a coworker of mine to try out brown noise and let me know what he thinks because he's oh, good. he's like very much like always looking for something to like help him focus, get organized, like he's a fellow ADHD a D H deer. And he tried it and he circled back and he's like, it's a little bit too much like the fan that I sleep with. He sleeps with a fan. Uh-huh. He's like, so it's not great. Now he used it driving and I think it helped him a little bit, surprisingly, but then he used it to try to focus for work and he's you like, it, it was it was too similar to Interesting. to my sleeping fan. So We'll get into it more. Okay. Well,
1: let's talk about each of these colored noises and what they sound like. So white, pink, brown, they are defined or they get their name by the relative intensity of the different frequencies that they have. So probably the one that most people are familiar with or may have heard of is white noise. Yes. And here's a sample of white noise. So
0: that noise probably sounds familiar. Other ways to think about white noise is they're like a whirring fan. They're that like radio or TV static. I feel like we don't hear too much radio static anymore, but they're like that TV static. Uh, A hissing radiator or a humming air conditioner. A steady humming sound. Yeah. Now, I don't understand the whole concept of describing like audio frequencies. um, But for those who might, the thing about white noise is that it technically includes all audible frequencies and the energy is like equally distributed across the frequencies. So that's why it gives you that
1: steady humming sound. Yes. And it masks loud sounds that stimulate your brain, which is why you often see white noise recommended for sleep. Yes. And I would say of all of the colors and
0: the research for the like, health benefits of them, white is definitely one that appears to have been studied the most. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, pink noise. Pink noise is white noise, but with fewer higher frequencies. So it's a little softer than white noise. You Sometimes it's described as flat or even. So here's a sample of pink noise.
0: Another way to describe pink noise is that it could be rustling leaves, it could be steady rain, it could be wind, or interestingly, heartbeats was another example. Huh. But it did make me think: do you, Did you ever have this with your kids when they were little? They, um, there were some like animals out there, like they weren't stuffed. Super stuffed because, like, when babies aren't supposed to sleep with stuffed animals. But they uh, were, like, yeah, but soft. But
1: it mimicked your, the mom's heartbeat. Yeah,
0: the noise of it.
1: Yes. Yes. Anyway, that didn't work for crap with my kids, but I tried. Um Well, uh, Griffin, when he was a baby, just wanted the real thing. He wanted right. On my chest. The real spirit it in
0: real in life. In real life with the warmth of the body. Yes. Yes. Um Okay, so going back to the, like, frequency thing, it said that pink noise – is has this like pleasant sounding, balanced volume across frequencies. It's not as high pitched as white noise. It can be more relaxing. A
1: lot of people think of it as more soothing. Now white noises yeah. can be soothing, but pink noise is even a little more soothing. I'll say I don't pink noise probably works the least for me. Correct. I really I need more noise more unsoothing noise. Yes. To get my brain to calm down. Yes. Totally agree. Okay. So brown noise. Brown noise is deeper than pink and white noise. It's essentially white noise that has been stripped of even more higher frequencies than pink. It has more bass notes. It's a little bit rougher than pink or white. And here, let's give you a sample so you can see what we're talking about. You mentioned Briarley's also called red noise sometimes.
0: Yes, which mostly, I feel like I've seen it mostly called brown, like when you're looking for playlists and that sort of thing. But in the research and in some articles, I saw that it was also, it was called red. Anyway, let's just attempt to use them interchangeably.
1: Yeah. So um it's like a strong waterfall, um thunder or heavy rainfall. It's just I think rougher is a great term for it. It's yeah. a little louder and rougher than white noise. A lower roaring was another description and yeah. that that really
0: hits home for me because that's what it feels like. Yeah. To me. Yeah. I'm sitting here
1: envisioning, listening to my brown noise, trying to work. It, it's fascinating you what she tried. We could turn it tried. on,
0: actually, right now, and then the podcast would be over, and we would be deep into a million other Something, things. Probably
1: a ton of stuff we need to get to that we have put off for several months. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so there's a lot of research, right,
0: on – on well, there's a lot of research on all three, mostly on white, but nonetheless, like they've looked at they've looked at white, pink, and brown across different um, as treatments or help with different conditions, such as like sleep issues, hearing conditions. T- uh, I can never say that word tinnitus. I saw they even looked at colicky babies, uh, lowering pain, reducing pain. ADHD, um, and then even, like, reading skills in kids with disabilities, and then things like productivity, focus, stress management. Now, not every single color has been studied with every single one of these conditions. But generally speaking, there is research on these noises and and these conditions.
1: Generally speaking, whatever the research was on is usually very positive. Correct. Very positive. That's what's interesting. So let's, we're going to go through a few of these. We're going to talk specifically about what it can do for your sleep, um, ADHD, and then we're going to talk a little bit about productivity and focus because I feel like that's something that everyone would take more of. Absolutely. So so sleep. Um, a lot of the
0: studies looked at, you, they used pink or white noise um, and You know, when it comes to white noise, and I'm sure this would apply to pink noise, too, but the benefits are not necessarily from the sound. They're coming from the ability to block things out, Mm -hmm. like to to just block out noise so that you're not disrupted when you're sleeping. Yeah. The interesting part about some of the studies with pink noise, um, and I'd like to try pink noise in my own sleep, but but the research on pink noise, you know, with research, they always get so, like, granular. Mm Mm-hmm. And what they were doing in some of the studies was they were matching pink noise with your, some of your sleep waves and cycles. Oh, jeez. It was like, so it was like really, it was beneficial, but it was like so
1: calibrated. Yeah. That. Like if one color noise is better for like your deep sleep. Yeah. It was like, it was that
0: kind of thing. Like different waves of like, It was like tracking your sleep and coordinating the pink noise introduction in these different parts of your sleep.
1: I'll tell you what, I'd have to have some brown noise before I read that study. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true. Um, So while I read that study, (laughs) you know, I think there's something it does block it out. But I think there's probably a little something with that dopamine thing you said, too, because it's not like you need to concentrate on going to sleep. But there is something, it's all those, you know, internal and external things, thoughts or distractions that keep popping into your head. And it's almost right. like you need a little kick of something to just block those out. Yes, totally agree. Um, yeah, I, one of the biggest parenting things I regret not doing, and a lot of my friends did it, was to start my babies out with a sleeping machine with a yeah. sound machine. With a sound machine.
0: Yeah, we did that um with a white noise machine. And it's interesting, I, this will probably make more sense as we get later into the podcast episode, but um I actually was over at um their dad's house last night and it was like Edda was falling asleep at the counter and so I while Andy was busy with Holland, I like tucked Edda into bed. And I've never tucked her into bed at her dad's house before. Mm-hmm. And I I asked her, I was like, do you do you have like an Alexa or a white noise machine? Because they've always, since they were babies, they always slept with it. And at our house, they always sleep yeah. with it. And she was like, no, nothing. And I remembered that Andy finds the white noise distracting. Oh. He so he thinks that they sleep better with no white noise. And I think they sleep better with white noise. Anyway, so it was just interesting, because it, it's, like, it was all based on—what it. it what they do
1: at each of our houses is based on our own perceptions of yeah. things. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, I always sleep good at your house, because I stay in Eddard Holland's room, <laughs> and they have a—they have the sound machine. They have a sound machine. Yeah, and, you know, Riley just finished a little addition to her house, um— I like to say she built it for me so I have a place to stay when her kids are there, but I'm gonna need you to put a sound machine out there. You got it. It's gonna go out <laughs> there. Don't you worry. I promise. Okay, let's talk about ADHD because the research here is fascinating. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is
0: this when you and I started looking into got to this part of the
1: research and we had already tried the brown noise, I was like, oh my gosh. I know. Well let's just say I have ADHD. Later in life, diagnosed. And then Briarly has never been officially diagnosed, but I have diagnosed her with it. Yes.
0: <laughs> I did the initial testing with my therapist. I didn't do the, like, intensive
1: four-hour one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wanted the intensive one. This will I be know. a good story later on when we talk about ADHD. I did the intensive one because I was like, bring it on. I'm not ADHD. Yeah. How have I been so successful in life? And then don't ask for the intensive one because you may just Fail. Fail miserably i know that's probably why i haven't gone and and done it
0: okay will you talk us through the adhd
1: okay so colored noise had a positive effect on cognitive um, performance for those with adhd um But what was so fascinating in one of these studies, they looked at two groups of people. They looked at a group with ADHD and they looked at the control group, which did not have ADHD. And what they found is that it improved cognitive performance um, in those with ADHD. But for those who did not have ADHD, it deteriorated their performance some
0: so fascinating, fascinating which
1: kind of goes back to the dopamine because people with ADHD usually need that dopamine to help them focus. Right. Exactly. Um I I just like that that study blew my
0: mind. Yeah, blew
1: my mind. And there's a good bit of research looking at ADHD um with your colored noises. Now nothing definitive, just kind of associations um out there and so I would say if you do have ADHD or even you just feel ADHD like which I know a lot of people these days do yeah, brain fog that kind of thing I would give some of these noises a try while you're working which leads us right into general productivity and focus um and what these noises can do
0: so there was uh Study done in 2015 and it found that, like, the average knowledge worker I think, like, white collar worker, I guess that's what I'm assuming. Uh, spends about two work hours a day being distracted and trying to refocus. Which they, when I read that, I'm like, two work hours? Holy cow, I probably
1: spend more than that,
0: but it's that's like. That, I was like two whole work hours. Oh, my gosh. But then I remembered another statistic that I read a few years ago, which I know I've told you like a bazillion times, and you'll just be like, yeah, yeah, I know. But the the thing that if you are focused and you're interrupted, it takes you 25 minutes to get back on track, which I love to tell my children that because when I was working from home, and I would be like in a zone writing, and they'd be playing with friends, and then all of a sudden they'd like bust in the door like, Mom, can I have a snack? I'm like... To half an hour of productivity, <laughs> um, but anyway, so that 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 I was like, okay, I t- I get that being detracted, distracted, trying to refocus. But then also, that same study found that the average attention span nowadays is only eight seconds. And five, well, then five years ago, now that would be like ten years ago. Um, it was twelve seconds was the average attention so span. Our attention span is declining. Oh my gosh, yeah. So. Point being is, it's very easy for all of us to get distracted, ADHD or not. And there was another study that we were just talking about right before we started recording. It was a smaller study. It was done in 2020, in and it was done in college students. But they tried out all three colored noises mm-hmm. on, the, on the students, and they put them they put them through multiple different tests like i think it was 10 total tests and they varied
1: right some yeah. was like, it's like memory working memory and like speed performance and then like being able to stick with work over a period yes <clears throat> and concentrate and th- these students did not have any adhd by the that's way that's right that's right they made they they actually made sure that they had no
0: history of any yeah. neurological condition and adhd would fall in that category yeah. And
1: what they found is that those noises improved everything, improved their speed, their accuracy, their retention, their ability to recall, pretty much all those different components that are involved in your thinking and processing and focusing. And when you and I looked like a little
0: deeper into each particular study or sorry, each particular test Mm -hmm. in that study and then the different colors, there were slight differentiations between like in some of them, like maybe the pink noise performed better and some of them the white noise or in another one the brown noise or red noise. But overall, there wasn't a clear winner. It, It really was that they all helped and in some instances, one might have done better than the other. But big picture... Like, the point was, was that adding in a noise could really help when it comes to, like, productivity, memory, focus, and in folks who, you know, don't have um, any, you know, type of learning disability.
1: Yeah, I think the big takeaway from all of this, from our experience, but also from all this research is, one, I found no downside there was some kind of positive benefit for almost all of these subjects and everything but it looks like you may have to find the right noise for you based on what your goal is right so like if you're like Briarly's ex-husband white noise may not work for you to sleep you know pink noise might be better and you know brown noise if you don't have ADHD it may not work as well for you for that focus and productivity or it may So it's just kind of figuring it out. I would recommend if you are having trouble concentrating, staying focused, getting motivated, (laughs) my issues, try the Brown Noise. Yeah. There is a um, playlist on Spotify, um, but you can find it anywhere. And I recommend, like you said, Briarly, headphones or AirPods, earbuds. Absolutely. Because it does kind of just kind of envelop. You and I think there's a. I don't know. I feel like you get more effect when you have um, earbuds or headphones versus just listening to it out loud on your phone,
0: yeah. I well, and I also think too that when you listen to it out loud on your phone, you it's still you can still get the it doesn't mask as it well, doesn't it masks. doesn't mask yeah. the other noises. Um, and and I think just try like try them on for size and see what works. And as you said. Not only are there no downsides, but like some of the researchers that we, when we were reading up on it, were even saying like, "There's nothing harmful about these, mm-hmm. about listening to these." Like, there's absolutely nothing harmful. Um, another thing too is that, like in in favor of listening to it via headphones or AirPods or whatever, is there there what there were some comments in one of the studies that we read that talked about how open workspaces even when they're fairly quiet Mm -hmm. any noise can be very distracting and they can actually increase your stress
1: so I would love to see a study comparing like productivity or how long it takes you to get back on track once interrupted like when you have an office like to yourself or even like a cubicle to yourself versus like an open workplace structure I would love so much harder. I
0: would love to see stress levels studied. Personally, I find it more stressful in an open workspace now working in one versus working in an off like in an actual office or a cubicle. Yeah. Um, But anyway, okay. So the other there's one more thing that I want to tell everybody about. If you are an iPhone user, oh yes, we have a hack for you. Okay. So you've got
1: to update Yes. You have to be at to least, the most recent. Is it sixteen? You have
0: to be at least IOS fifteen.
1: At least IOS fifteen. Okay. And what uh, do they do?
0: And I've heard that this is built into all of the fourteens that are out, but I don't have one of those yet. Okay.
1: I'm gonna need you to like later do a reel on this. Oh for yeah. I who can need do to a see reel. it visually. For
0: sure. Okay. So Basically, you swipe into your home screen or, like, from your top right corner where you get, like, your do not disturb, your airplane mode, all of that. And then you roll down, and you should see an ear.
1: See, mine doesn't have it. I have okay. updated that. So
0: I can also show people how to add the ear <gasps> because there's a way to add the ear. Okay. Um, but anyway, if you look for the ear, you can click on the ear – And what it is, is it's built-in background sounds into your iPhone. And then you can click background. Well, like mine says off, right? I can turn it on. I'm going to turn the volume down so that it doesn't distract listeners. And like right now, mine is playing on dark noise. Well, then you tap the dark noise. And dark noise
1: refers, we're thinking brown?
0: Dark noise, I had to go look it up. Yes, it's supposed to be similar to brown or red noise. Okay. So if you then tap the dark noise or whatever noise label pops up for you, you will see that there are six different choices in background sounds already built into your iPhone. There's balanced noise. There's bright noise. There's dark noise. There's ocean, rain, and stream. So ocean, rain, and stream, fairly self-explanatory. Brown noise, obviously, we just talked about, sorry, dark noise, how dark noise is brown noise. And then bright noise is supposed to be known as pink noise. And balanced noise should be more like white noise. Mm Mm-hmm. So so you don't even need a playlist or a YouTube video or anything if you have an iPhone.
1: Look at you. I mean. Maybe that's a positive of working with millennials and Gen Zers. Oh, for sure. You know stuff like this. For sure. Yes. I have one last word. Um, Well, I have a word of caution. If you are cheap like me and do the free Spotify and you listen to these noises on it (laughs) more than once. I will be in such a zone listening to my brown noise working and then out of the blue comes this ad. An ad. Oh. It makes me jump every single time. It's kind of it's <laughs> I might finally upgrade, but I don't know. Sometimes, to premium. Yeah. Yeah. That would only word of caution though. Yeah,
0: that would be would be really challenging.
1: This is kind of funny now when it happens because it happens. happens every time. Now I wish I could see that okay well I'm telling y'all if you have trouble concentrating please give this a try sometime it may not be till January we've got all this holiday craziness but give it a try because I was shocked at the effects yes
0: one thousand percent agree and thank you Carolyn for pushing me over the edge to actually
1: try it and not just think about it you're welcome Desperate times call for desperate measures. (laughs)
0: Yes. Yes. Okay, and let us know if you've tried it. Please do. We would love to know, and which one is your favorite. Yes. Okay. Until next week. Bye.
1: Thank you so much for joining us for the Happy Eating Podcast. I'm Briarly Horton. And I'm Carolyn Williams. If you liked this week's episode, then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode. We
0: can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode.
1: Bye. Bye. The contents discussed in the Happy Eating podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast are for informational purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Happy Eating Podcast.
0: If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.